But I want to talk to you this morning what I believe is the most exciting thing that God has been speaking to my heart. I believe that what God's talking to me about now is what the Lord has, I've desired it for several years. I've waited for the Holy Spirit to really to bring into my heart a, a season where I could talk with him just not for one about him, not for just one service, but where we could have a series where God could where that we could learn more and greater things about the power of the Holy Spirit. And so just like what happened to John and Latanya, God has unique experiences for each one of us as God as we learn more and more to listen to God. And then we're able then to to take those bold steps that God is asking us to take. You know, because it was Peter was in his unique position that day, that unique position of being with Jesus is why that he could hear the Lord say to step out and walk water. So Peter's experience happened because that he was in that special position. So what my desire is that through this series, that God would just help us get some unique positions with the Lord, and to where that we would begin to hear God in some powerful ways. Because God is interested about every issue of our life. He's interested, he's interested in who we married to, he's interested in children, he's interested in where we work, he's interested in a day's activities, he's interested in how we're spending our money, and God just knows best to where if I can get my life in the place where I will quit living as what I feel is best, and if I will uniquely begin to yield to God, how much better would all of our lives be? How much greater would each of our lives be if we could just come to that unique place to where we listen to Him, not just daily, but really by moment by moment. Praise the Lord. In Acts chapter 22, it speaks that because we're uniquely looking also at the book of Acts. Because the book of Acts tells me how to act. It tells me how to live. It tells me how to be in, under this new dimension of this resurrection life where the Holy Spirit is poured out on us. Now, Acts chapter 22, it said, verse 14, he said, and he said that the God of our fathers appointed you to know his will. Aren't you thankful that God wants you to know his will? So many times we're fighting, trying to convince God that we need to know his will. And God, all the time, it's His desire. God has the greatest desire for each one of us to know His will about whatever it is that we're dealing with. So the first thing He wants to know is to know His will. And that we would see the righteous one. God wants me to see some things I haven't seen before. God wants to give each of us unique experiences in Him. I just want to quickly ask you, uh, by a horn blow this morning, how many of you have been in a place with the Holy Spirit before in the past where God showed you something that you did not know prior or you could not know unless He did it by the Spirit? If you're bound, would you give a horn blow if you know that God's done that? Yeah, wow. Because God wants us to see some things that we can't see in the natural. But not only that, he said that he wanted me to hear a voice from his mouth. So God wants me to hear him. It's the, I tell you, the most powerful thing I believe a believer can put their time and effort in on it is hearing God. Because God wants us to hear Him. If I'm able to hear God, then I'm able to get in His will. If I'm able to hear God, I'm able to find out how to get in His will. And if I'm able to hear God, I'm able to find out how to do His will when I do hear it. So God wants each one of us fired up, man. God wants us to get fired up about hearing God in each of our lives. 
because it's the precious Holy Spirit that makes our lives supernatural. I tell you what, you can just continue the natural if you want to. You just keep living life according to your noggin. But I've determined there is a better way. Jesus showed us a much better way of living life. And so I'm going after it with all the gusto that I can. I want to live a supernatural life. Amen. He taught us how to, the Holy Spirit is here. Help us live like Jesus. Man, to live like Jesus. You know, there's a little, a little uh, word chronology that, that t- took place here several years ago and is still active today. It's called WWJD. What would Jesus do? Well, I'm here to tell you, unless I can hear the Holy Spirit, I'm going to be guessing at it. But if I can allow the same Spirit that guided Jesus to also be in direction in my life, then I can really begin to WWJD. I can begin not only to know what Jesus would do, but I can begin to act like Jesus. Because that is the goal. When Jesus raised from the dead, Jesus' goal is that each one of us would be able to live like Him. To where that we were able to deal with the devil like Him. That we were able to deal with circumstances like Him. That we would be able to walk in a life and relationships like Him. So it's really the will of God that all of us, WWJD, that we would know what Jesus would do in that particular situation. Amen. Acts chapter 8, verse 29. If we just look in the book of Acts, it just kind of stirs our heart up, doesn't it? It stirs our heart up with the supernatural life that the Holy Spirit is able to give us. And Acts chapter 8, verse 29 says, Then the Holy Spirit said to Philip, Notice, the Holy Spirit said to Philip, how did Philip do? We've all looked at Philip's unique life and said, well, how did he do that? It's because the Holy Spirit was able to say something to him. In Acts chapter 10, verse 19, it says, Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him. See, Peter was going through things in life that was puzzling. He couldn't figure out what to do. But all of a sudden, in the midst of that not knowing what to do, he was able to hear God. And the Holy Spirit spoke to him, the Bible says, and told him what to do. In Acts chapter 13, verse 3, it says, While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, While they were in a worship service, man, God began to talk. I don't know about you, but I found out that's one of the greatest places and one of the easiest places to hear from God. And that's in a worship service. Not just necessarily when my church is worshiping God. I'm talking about when I'm worshiping God. Whether I'm driving out on Highway 79 between here and the house. or where if, if I'll begin to turn my attention toward God. And if I'll begin to worship the Lord. I find it creates an atmosphere. Right brings heaven down. Really what it does. It brings heaven down into my car. Or wherever I am. To where I'm, it brings me into a place to hear God. Amen. The supernatural, the Holy Spirit offers us the supernatural direction and guidance of God. Well, a lot of us, we just feel like that we've got it figured out. But I'm here to tell you, I can't figure it out. But I tell you, the Holy Spirit knows. Holy Spirit knows how to help each of our lives. Acts chapter 6, verse 10, not only does the Holy Spirit talk to us, but in Acts chapter 6, verse 10 said, But the Holy Spirit gave Stephen remarkable wisdom to answer them. His words were prompted by the Holy Spirit. I tell you what, I can remember instances where I've got myself in trouble because my words have been prompted by something other than the Holy Spirit.
Maybe they're prompted by anger. Maybe they're prompted by fear. But I want you to know, God offers us this unique way to live life where literally, just as Peter did, where our words can be prompted by the Holy Spirit. To where what you're saying, not only is what you're receiving, not only what God's talking to you about, but what you're saying can be prompted by the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit, and I tell you what, you never get the Holy Spirit into a situation. He doesn't know the right word to say at the right time. So if I can get my life lined up with the Holy Spirit, then I can be... I want to ask you something. How many of you can recognize a point in your life or somewhere back there that you know that God prompted your words? Go ahead and give the Lord a prayer. That you know, you, you know that your words have been... Now let that be a testimony to the rest of you that God has that unique way of doing that. Here, our words can be prompted by the Holy Spirit. Now, Acts chapter 19, verse 22, not only does the Holy Spirit talk to me, and not only can my words be prompted by the Holy Spirit, it said in Acts chapter 19, talking about Paul, it said afterward, Paul felt compelled by the Spirit. I tell you what, not only can the work of the Holy Spirit prompt words, but I can be compelled. I can be really pushed forward into the right doorway. I can be pushed forward into the right direction. I don't know how many of you, but I certainly remember those times where I would want to shrink back or not want to take advantage of a situation or, or really I was too afraid. But I could feel that pressing of the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's like God, He's our, He is our coach when we're in the heat of the battle. And with the Holy Spirit there saying, you can do this. And He will literally push you or prompt you into things. How many of you have that in your memory? The times that the Holy Spirit prompted you. Amen. Acts chapter 25, it said, in His defense, Paul said by the Holy Spirit. Isn't that wonderful? Not only can the Holy Spirit talk to me, not only can He prompt my words, but God can bring me into the place where literally the Holy Spirit begins to move in my mouth. That's why it's so important to be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's why it's so important to let God fill you with the new prayer language. Because that's like step one into allowing your mouth to be used by the Holy Spirit. A person that finds it hard to speak in tongues would probably find it hard to yield their mouth to where they become the spokesman for God. But God wants each one of us. Not only does God want to tell you things and God wants you to deliver things and God wants you to yield to Him, God wants to be able to come into our life literally to where He becomes the spokesman that speaks through us. I don't know about this, but I tell you what. There are not a many of us that's done things that are supernatural, but God's already created this world. So if I can get the one that created this world to begin to speak through me and to begin to take place and begin to talk through me. Many of you have probably heard tongues and interpretations. Many of you have been involved with service where there'll be a prophetic word. That's literally what it is. It's when God comes in and literally takes over your mouth and uses you as his lips. And uses your tongue as his tongue. So God, by his Holy Spirit, offers us such powerful, powerful things. Now, Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, it says, But when they deliver you up, be not anxious how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you in that hour. I found out if you're going to allow the Holy Spirit to use you, you're going to have to be willing to be spontaneous. You're going to have to be willing to trust God, man. You're going to have to be willing to trust that that's God that's flowing through you. 
What it says is when we're delivered into a place where we need to speak for him, it says, don't worry about what you're going to say. It said, because it will be given to you in the same hour. You know what? I wish God would deliver it to me like four or five hours earlier. If God could tell me a little bit earlier, then it wouldn't take near as much faith. But God says, I want to bring you to a point to where I can speak through you and I can bring you in this spontaneous place. So what we have to be willing to do, if God says it, we're ready to do it. If God's speaking it through us, we're ready to speak it. That's what it takes to be able to flow in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, in Romans chapter 8, verse 14, it tells us the secret involved with all this supernatural living that the Holy Spirit can make available to us. And in Romans chapter 8, verse 14, it said, The mature children, listen, listen, says the mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Moved by what? Moved by what? Moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that's the way a mature believer lives. They're not moved by what they think. They're not trying to make their own decisions. But they're moved by the impulses of the Spirit. That's why when the Holy Spirit says, I want you to turn to the left, a person that's mature will immediately, yeah, yes, sir. That's why when God wants you to turn to the right and He gives you an impulse to turn to the right, a person that's mature, or really what it means is that because that they are the sons of God, that word sons, it means a mature son. It means you've grown up. Aren't you just tired? Man, I know I am. Aren't you tired of being a baby in Jesus? I'm ready to grow up in the Lord. I'm ready to, to allow God to, to take over my life. I, I'm tired of just asking God to rescue me. I want to be on the front end of that thing. I want to be at a place where, where God can use me to spearhead some things that He wants to do for the glory of God. Amen. Don, when it gets time, you come on up here because I'm, I'm, I'm lost on my time, okay? So when it, when it gets time. So the importance of it. Now in Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, it says, They heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. A lot of times we don't really understand what our life is longing for. A lot of times we can be having some type of spiritual experience and maybe things are going okay in our life or maybe things are not going okay. But we fail to, but a lot of times we don't have the ability to even determine what will make us happy. But I tell you what will make you happy. You know, we will never find happiness without the voice of God in our life. That's why Adam waited day after day he waited for the voice of the Lord God to come walking. Because, see, the word presence, the presence of God, it, it's the same word as we get face. So when you have the presence of God, you have the face of God. And what it's talking about is God bringing us to a place where we're close enough, face to face, so that we can hear the words that come out of His mouth. What's going to make your life change? What's going to work things out? What's going to give you the strength to go on? What's going to be able to help you when you don't know which way to turn? What's going to be able to resolve your life? It's going to be the voice of God. That's why Jesus said that His sheep hear His voice. Because it's so important. We can't live life. We can't do life. I always tell Elaine, a lot of times life is like a pinball machine. Literally, that's the way people live life. We're being bumped around by every bumper that happens. 
We're being bumped around by circumstances, being bumped around by finances. We're being bumped around. But the truth of the matter is, God doesn't want me to live that way. But the only way that's going to solve that in my life is I'm going to have to come to a place to where that I look for the voice of the Lord God to come to me just as Adam did. You know, Adam was so intelligent, but it wasn't a self-imposed intelligence. It was intelligence that came into Adam's life because he could hear the voice of God. You know, God is going to help each one of us. God wants to, God wants to send into every family a rescuer. God has an answer for every circumstance, but it's going to come by way of his voice. A lot of times we're just crying out for God to rescue us. In some way we want a magic, we, we, we want a magic rabbit's foot to happen over our life. We want to be able to rub it a little bit and poof and see something happen. But really the way that God works in all of our lives comes through our, all our own ability that we will grow to learn to hear his voice. Because it's God's voice that's going to change our family. It's God's voice that's going to change every circumstance. Now, I came this morning with the intention of talking to you about the various ways that you could hear God. So I'm just going to take that and close this book there. And we're going to look to that to another week to where we're going to talk about the various ways that God talks to us. But I do feel I came with a rhema word from God this morning. I feel like this is that. I feel like the Lord sent me to tell you this. That the enemy had tried to build in all of our lives obstacles that will keep the voice of God out. Every life the devil comes into that life because the devil knows it's the voice of God that's going to change our destiny. It's the voice of God that's going to change where I'm going. It's going to change where I am. It's going to change who I am. And so the devil tries to build in every life the obstacle to that. But I believe the Lord told me this morning that he was going to come by the power of his spirit. And if we would believe God together, God's going to break that barrier. Because God wants each one of us to be able to hear from him. He wants to make it clear. And it's what it comes like. It comes like a big boulder, the devil. It's all of a sudden, I'm here. Instead of being able to be face to face where I can hear God intimately, it's like the devil comes and drops this big boulder down between us. And as long as that's boulder there, I'm trying to hear around it. I'm trying to find out what God is saying. But that boulder that the devil put in our life still remains there. But God said, I'm able to remove it. He said, I'm the mountain mover. I am able to move those boulders out of your life. I'm going to quickly ask you. You that say, you know, Jerry, I do feel like there's hindrances in my life to hearing God's voice. And I don't believe it's the will of God. I don't believe it's the will of the Lord that these hindrances would be in my life. I'm going to ask you to quickly do something. I'm going to ask you if you want to believe with me for God by his Holy Spirit to do away with that boulder. To do away with that hindrance. I'm going to ask you, it's warm out here. I want you to very quickly get out of your car. I want you to walk to the front of that car. I felt like that's what God told me. If you are here this morning, you say, I want to believe God to break that barrier down. I want you to get out of that car, move right to the front and just stand there. I'm going to release my faith with you. 
I'm going to trust the Lord. If you believe, if you say, if you say, Jerry, I do believe there is a hindrance. I do believe that there's things in my life that's trying to keep me. I believe they've been put there by the devil. And this morning, I'm going to believe God with you for those things to be broken in the authority of Jesus' name. Now, there are those that's going to be agreeing with us in prayer, but I'm going to release my faith with you right there. Are you ready for God to move that boulder? Bill, are we ready? Are we ready for that boulder to be Are we ready whatever it is that the devil's trying to put in our way of hearing God? Are we ready? Well, in the name of Jesus this morning, Lord, we pray for the removal of the hindrances. Those things, God, that the devil tried to put into our life to try to hinder us from being able to hear God and walk with God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I've tried for years to remove those things and I am powerless. But Lord, my faith is in you. And Lord, I look to you to resolve this for me. I look to you, God, to break that barrier out of my way in Jesus' name. Now, I'm going to tell you, one of the ways that God talks to me is the Lord shows me things. That's one of the common ways that God talks to me. Right then, when I prayed to you, I saw a big, I saw a big fist come down on that boulder, and I saw that thing crushed underneath it. I'm expecting you that came into agreement with me. I want you to continue. I'm expecting you now to begin the a brand new adventure of hearing from God. I'm expecting whatever that was that was hindering you. I'm believing that it's gone from you. That you're free of that thing in Jesus' name. Can you say Amen? Let's all offer a praise up to the Lord this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.